Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 220 and I'm so excited to have the wonderful Michael Hohenwarter back on the show today. Hi, this is Michael Hohenwarter. You are listening to Heart Sales Podcast with Christina Schnonski. Enjoy! Well, after the first episode where Maike actually talked about why an online course is key, I am so super excited to have her back on the show. We talked a lot about last time about the customer journey, where to plug in your online course, when you actually have an online business and what you need and why strategy is also key. And today we're going to talk about like leaving the comfort zone, making baby steps. And Maike has found a way how she automated rejection. So she only ends up with a yes. Well, if that is not amazing content, then I don't even know. Have fun, tune in and really get the hang of how you can create a successful online business with the help of online courses from the queen of online course creation herself. Well, I am so excited to have you back on the show today, Michael. Welcome. Hello, Christina. This is the, the first episode with you was so much fun because you give so much value. You shared such a big golden nugget that people are not really aware of when they go into building online courses because they just think, well, to have a successful business, to have income that, you know, comes overnight while I'm sleeping, I'm making money by offering online course. We talked a lot about the strategy and that you have to have the client journey mapped out to really put that course or position that course or your courses on the journey because most of the people will not buy. Most of the people will just be lurkers, just hang around, get your free stuff and will not really move forward. But there are people that will move forward that might go the path all the way even to your highest packages that will be fans that will, you know, get all of your value. And we were also talking about mistakes. Can you get, give us a little bit more on the strategy inside like how did you how did you even manage to sell to twenty thousand people without video? <laughs> like there there must be a strategy behind that as well. <laughs> like you know, especially for the trust part, I think it's important to show up on video, and we do have a little video clip that um, at the end, so people can also see you. But um, what like give us a little bit of a background and what has changed that made you show up on video? Yes, I do show on video nowadays, but this was a very long journey for me. And I know some people don't have any problems at all on showing themselves. They're like many people have their, their, their phone with them all day and they're, they're taking lots of pictures and putting them on Instagram and lots of videos. I am not that kind. I'm still not, yeah, uh, but I was, I was really worse. I, I was, was recording so many videos uh, and always just dumped them in the end because I didn't like myself and, and I really wasn't good. And, you know, as I said, I dumped them all, but I found one from the year two, 2009. And this is a bonus material in one of my courses and it's, it, it, people are always laughing about me. I was really terrible. Yeah? I, was, I was in terror. Yeah? I was uh, hardly breathing. I was talking much too fast with the red hat and 
bad lightning, <laughs> bad audio. Everything was terrible about it. And uh, you could just tell that I was feeling completely unpre unpleasant there. And this, I never gave up. I always recorded and recorded again and again. Uh, but it, it seemed not to become any better. But of course it did. I just didn't give up. And so once there was this one video that survived, yeah, it was at Christmas Eve. I just came from the hairdressers. We had to wait to go to my parents where we always celebrate. And my son said, you know, we look nice now. Let's let's have a video. And I said, hello and welcome to the course. Yeah, And this was all about, yeah. and I didn't even name the course because then I couldn't, <laughs> then, then it was just, uh, it was just possible to put it in front of any course. Yeah. So I always thought, okay, they have to see me once. Yeah. And this was really for years, my only video I was showing, hello and welcome to the course and like enjoy yourself or something. It wasn't much more. Yeah. But I, I, I continued recording. And so in the end, more and more uh, of the videos passed my judgment. Yeah. And, and today I'm, I'm on the video every day, yeah, live and, and, and on webinars and everything. Yeah? But what I want to tell people who are really, as, as myself, are terrified of showing themselves on video, I was really already successful when I didn't. I made it much harder for me, no point, yeah, because as, as, as Christina already pointed out, it's, it's easier to, to get familiar with, with a person you can see on video. But I was having lots of webinars. They only saw my picture, and I was having uh, I was I was selling many online courses. Like I had a following of twenty thousand or so on Udemy, and still nobody had ever seen my 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 face on video, just always on a photo. And it worked out, and I already earned quite well then. But of course, it was it was a big a big change when I started showing myself regularly. And still, you know, you always get better. Yeah. But still, when I look at my videos one or two years ago, when I was already showing myself regularly, I, I laugh at them. Yeah. And maybe I will laugh at all my material I'm doing right now in one or two years. Yeah. So we get better and better all the time. And people will, I'm laughing at my old videos. People aren't, they're taking me serious. Yeah. Because you just see that you are growing with it. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just love that. Let's, let's, let's stay a little bit here because I know I was. Well, I, w I wasn't terrified, but I was really, really uncomfortable being on video. And I remember when Facebook Lives came out and people started to do them and I saw the success they had with it. I was like, I got to do Facebook Lives. But I just, I just couldn't stand myself on video. It's like hearing your voice for the first time <laughs> and probably everybody can relate. Like the first yeah. time you hear your own voice recorded, I was in shock. I, I could not believe that that person on tape talking to me was me. I mean, I just couldn't get, I just couldn't get it. And the same happened on video. I was like, no way. I mean, that's not what I would envision to be on video. <laughs> so uh, I think like growing, getting over yourself to serve, I knew it was important and I knew people connect on a different way. So I recorded a lot of videos. I remember this one day I, you know, I, I dressed up in different um, outfits and I recorded videos. I dumped them. Like, as you just said, I dumped them. I couldn't stand myself on video. And then I thought, well, how can I make it easy for me? So when my next travels came up, I just started sharing like, oh, I'm here at the beach. And then I turned the camera <laughs> so people could see the beach. <laughs> and it was just, you know, I kind of got used to it a little bit to yeah. overcome 
the feeling of being so out of place, of being uncomfortable, of seeing myself, which I haven't before a lot. I mean, obviously, when you put out some makeup in the morning, when you brush your teeth, you see yourself in the mirror. But I'm not one of those people that spends all day long in front of a mirror. <laughs> so it's just, it was so weird to see myself. And I, I think that lots of people have these judgments about themselves. And what we forget is that someone else perceives us in a totally different way. Yes, we completely concentrate on, I don't know, some pimple or uh, a too big nose or whatever, and other people don't even see that. It's just our focus that we have, yeah? Yeah. And yeah, just forget about it, and other people see you completely differently and, and are not that judgmental as you are yourself with you. Yeah. I, in my face, in my Facebook groups to my, to my different uh, courses, I always offer them to show themselves as often as they want just to get used to it. It's, you know, it's a small group. It's, uh, yeah, somehow like a little bit protected from the outside. So just uh, give some status on, on where you are in your own, in your online business or whatever, what, what, what just drives you and, uh, yeah, and just tell us. And so many people do that. And, this is a good way of uh, just just yeah not not going all the big way right away but testing yourself a little bit on, on going outside for some people yeah I love that I, I do the same and uh, one of my courses a hard sell smart start where people learn how to say what they do without being boring like you know I'm a coach well duh <laughs> <laughs> right so I mean what can you say that the other person that might be your ideal client says wow tell me more and we also practice that on video so they can see like the energy they're showing up with are mm. they believing what they're saying like what's the body language it's so important so I love that you that you have that element as well and also you, as you said you practice you practice you practice you never gave up and I think that's something that's so important that you will crack the code at some point if you keep going, right? But you will not if you just turn around and give up. And you know, this is, this is I, I always consider a business and especially an online business as a great place of self-development. Uh, if not to say the best the place. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, the, the, you develop yourself, you grow when you get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. It's in staying in the comfort zone will not make you grow in any way. So just take baby steps out of your comfort zone all the time and you will be amazed on what happens to you in some month or even years. Yeah. Uh, 100% agree. So talking about stepping out of comfort zones and growing, do you remember the very first thing that you ever sold in your life? <laughs> I would say my, my lessons as a teenager, but maybe maybe I've even sold earlier. But it's nothing I can recollect, recollect in the moment. But of course, when I was like age 14, 15, I started on giving lessons to other pupils. And this was pocket money, of course, but it, uh, as I did many lessons, it was quite, so I earned quite some, some money then. Already. So you already had a business back then. <laughs> so to say, yes. Yeah. Cool. And do you remember how it felt the very first time you collected that money? I, I don't have a picture, but I'm, I'm sure it was, it was proud feeling to... Yeah. 
yeah to earn your first money yeah yeah to work so way, well you know some people feel like they shouldn't be taking the money or they, you know, they're, they are a little bit afraid or, you know, like, I think it's important to see, um, we all come from different backgrounds. Obviously we all have different experiences. Some are better, some are not so great, but at the end of the day, you can make each, each and every day a new decision of where you want to go and what you want to do. I sure had lots of money issues also then. Yeah, It's just, you know, you have to look where you grow up. And I remember that my mother always told me that to keep my prices very low. And I was the best recommended uh, teacher then. Yeah, And I was really asking for a very small amount of money. Yeah? And this was surely due to that, that my mother said, I, 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 I'm not supposed to ask for a high charge. Yeah. Oh, that's and interesting. This, okay. Of course, was also, also when I, still when I was having my learning center and everything, yeah, it was, was still, you know, also, you know, who were the people who were offering similar services? These were teachers who were, were earning that, uh, 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 from not paying taxes, these were students uh, and everything. So um, there was not a big range, I thought. Today, with my knowledge today, I would, I would also do my learning center completely different. Uh, I saw all these poor people, these uh, this, uh, immigrant children and, and people from socially poor families who couldn't afford anything. Yeah? Uh, but at the same time, I couldn't see the other range, yeah, people who from really rich families who who like see there's a privilege to like like have their own teacher for their children in the afternoon. I could have gone a completely different way, but, but this was out of sight for me uh, due to my money uh, mindset. Yeah? Today, wow. I would see this as a, a great combination, yeah, earning people uh, earning good money from the people who can easily afford it to be able to give something. Uh, back to to people who cannot and also there very important also there I had a big learning when I started my online courses and yeah, because like I was charging 30 euros often per hour yeah as so really no money and then there came people from like like I don't know the parents couldn't even talk German and so on and they couldn't afford it and I saw that they needed it yeah and so I gave it even cheaper yeah my costs were already at a very high high point I had a, I had a center I had people in employed uh, I paid taxes and so on yeah? so I was really uh, cutting into my own flesh offering it that way and then there came the online courses and suddenly it didn't it didn't hurt myself if I gave it an online course for free or uh, it did a big uh, a great off offer on the on the online course this, it was no problem then yeah? and this was also a very big aha moment for me that I knew I can I can charge a high price yeah uh, and still give special reductions to people who need it. And like one of my products is the university, and I always give three uh, three uh, places for sure, half price, because I want to help people who really show me that they are committed but cannot afford it. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And you said in the in the first episode, I remember you you learned how to how to multiply yourself. Right. And that's what you do with an online course. The work is already done. So obviously there's continuing work and, and promoting it and having conversations. But then there's also the beauty that if you are giving something at a different rate or for, for free or as a scholarship or whatever, 
that people who really show the commitment can have that opportunity without you putting in more of your personal time. Right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the beauty. That's the, 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 the cloning is the passive income. And, uh, uh, and at the same time, you can, you can always give something also in online courses, which is not that passive. You still can give your time, but you, uh, you, you value your time more and you think twice if you add your time in some way, like, like uh, webinars, mastermind groups, uh, group coachings, uh, Facebook groups, uh, everything you put in there, you can, can can put also your time in there but this is the uh, the magic of online courses is um when when you look offline for for new clients yeah most of your time is spent there because you usually have one uh, one one-on-one talks to people who are not even aware of who you are you have to tell them who you are what you're standing for what your values are uh, what your program is like and so on and many people will turn around as i said 95 percent just to say a number will turn around and say okay thanks but no thanks yeah and these these nose that pull you down, you know, and it, they always make you like like uh, ask yourself questions if you're really at the right place. Uh, but when you all put that in a strategic online business concept, then talking to people who are not yet committed, talking to people who don't know you yet, becomes automated. Yeah? Becomes uh, you, it, it doesn't ask much of your time. You record things once, yeah, like good videos or like uh, auto webinars, things like that. You uh, you write some blogs or, or have some podcasts or something. But this this is your time once in in our hourly pieces, yeah, and then. It's, it's aired all the time and people can, can see it as, as many people and as often as they want to. Yeah? So you're talking to many people by spending your, your time very wisely so that you have your valuable time to work with those people who already have said yes, yeah? who are already committed, yeah? who say they want to go with you. You don't have to explain to them who you are, what you're standing for. You don't have to, uh, to explain what your program is. This has all already uh, the, uh, taken part automatically. And now your time is just there to pe- help those people who are willing to invest more money and who want to have a, a bit of you personally. And mostly in group processes, you don't even have to have one-on-one coachings. Yeah, I, I, I just love that. It, there was so much magic in there. So I, I hope if you're listening right now, just go back the two minutes or three minutes and re-listen because that was just gold to, to really understand you invest your time with people who invest in you. Yes. Right. To that, because that will create so much more value because then you can help them with your knowledge. You're not wasting your time with people who don't really care or where you have to explain a hundred thousand times what you are doing. Yeah. And who are not decided yet and who are not committed. Yeah. 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 So, so how do you, how do you handle rejection then? Like, or how, better question, how did you used to handle rejection to how do you handle rejection now? You know, the way I do it with my online business concepts, 
I don't really feel the rejection anymore because like, as I said, in earlier days, people would say no to my face and this, this would always hurt. Also, if it's only uh, my business and not me personally, or also, if, I mean, it's understandable. Not everybody yeah. needs learn coaching. Yeah. Not everybody needed my, so of course, many people say no for, for, for many reasons. Yeah. But it still hurt because I had this one-on-one -on -one talks with them. Yeah. And nowadays people would like, for example, hear my podcast or read my blog article or see some video on Facebook or on YouTube. And some people might say, oh, who is she? Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, But they don't say it to my face. They just press the stop button yeah, or, or, or stop reading so they don't hurt me. I'm only confronted with those people who say yes and yes and yes again. Yeah? And those people know me, know my values, have, have the feeling they know me personally. And they, they just ask, where do I sign? Yeah? They just ask, where can I buy this? Yeah? Yeah. And all the rejection, which is, of course, still taking place, but it's also automated. Yeah? It, it, it doesn't reach me. And so it doesn't hurt me. Awesome. Automate rejection, people. <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's such a cool takeaway. So can you share with us a book or, that, or another resource that has made a big influence in your life and, and has changed the way you're doing business? Anything coming to mind? Um, uh, building a story brand by, by Dan Miller is a very important book when, when it is uh, about your, your positioning uh, and your, your storytelling about uh, so make yourself, uh, making yourself a brand. Then launch by Jeff Walker is also very important when you want to go for launching. Um, I like Bishra Asa. Uh, uh, that's, that's, um, how is the book called? something with with influence but i don't know exactly yeah she's also a great marketer persuasion hacks <laughs> she's um, all about persuasion yes yeah, yeah. so there are, there are many good books uh, outside on, on online marketing but of course as it is the online uh, many people have their their things put into courses many of them don't write books but but have good programs and there's lots of good programs outside um, where people really help you to build an online business. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. I want to send people also to, if you are speaking German, if you have any knowledge of German, even if it's a little bit, <laughs> you need to be able to order more than a beer. Like you need more German <laughs> than that. Or I say, you know, I love you in German. So, but if you, if you do understand the German language a little bit, I highly recommend you hop on over in the resource section of the show notes of this podcast to check out the wonderful resource that Mike is giving us, five reasons why you need an online course. And it's very well done and it will give you even more clarity if you are on the fence right now and you're thinking, well, should I go down this path or not? This will really help you to, to get clear. So thank you so, so much, Mike. Any parting piece of guidance that you want to leave us with? Yeah, I have some. I have some courses on Udemy in English. Um, it's not so many on on online business. It's more about like personality, like um, um, time management and things like that. But you can you can have some courses from uh, by me on Udemy. So if you want that, yeah. And cool. 
maybe one one very important thing to uh, regarding the strategy we haven't talked about yet but which is also important is that we really think on how to sell it in the end and i can recommend launching having a real launching concept uh, because many people have online courses ready to buy and nobody buys it and this is of course the saddest part of the story <laughs> yes such a good point thank you yeah. Yeah, so if launching. people have a course, they need to launch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. kind of, kind of obvious, think. not obvious, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, when I, when I finished my first online courses, I like sent one email. Hi, here's my new course. And some people bought. Yeah. But only when I found out about launching, I knew that I really left lots of money on the table because most people, I would say about 75% buy on the last day and most of them in the last hour that your offer is on. You have to produce scarcity to have people take time to decide because people hate nothing more than decision-making and so they're just postponing it and this is but in the end, it's not buying because they just can't make up the, a decision. So you have to make this up for them that they just have to decide. And it's not about having everybody buy your course. It's just, it's about taking the time and saying yes or no to your product. And then yeah. you have to offer that to your clients. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so, so much. This is, this is also what I always say, like get a yes or a no. Don't get a maybe. You're not yeah. helping the person with a maybe. Just get a clean decision and help them to move forward in whatever way they decide to, that's fine. But I, yeah, thank you so much for pointing this out. So another goodie at the end. <laughs> thank you so, so much for, for sharing uh, with us today and yeah, have an amazing day. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the invitation, Christina. Well, there were again so many golden nuggets and I really loved the idea of automating rejection, which you can do when you have an online course and then you do not need to talk to people anymore. On the other hand, what it also does for you, it really helps you to call in the right people and repel the people that are not meant to work with you. And I think that's really important that when you have your course, that you are strategic about it, that you map out your client journey that you know exactly what your course does, what the benefits are, what the growth potential is for your ideal client. And then you really build like a value strategy to feed your tribe, so to speak. I'm super grateful that Mike has shared all that knowledge with us in the last two episodes. If you have not yet checked out episode 219, just do so. It's all about an online course and why it is key and that customer journey. And also Micah provided her webinar, Five Reasons Why You Need an Online Course. It is in German, so if you can't speak German, I'm very sorry. You can also hop on to the Udemy platform where she has her German courses and she has a couple courses that are really supportive in English. You can check that out. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com forward slash podcast. Find episodes 219 and 220 and check the resources. I also have all the links to Michael. It's just one click away so you can connect with her. As you know, she speaks German and English. So if you have any questions, you can always approach her and get an answer. Thank you so very much for tuning in, for being here. Make sure you sign up for Heart Sales Podcast. 
Thank you for leaving a rating and a review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you are tuning in from. That really helps us to grow Heart Cells Podcast and to help us to bring this amazing free content to even more people who want to build a successful business with their hearts, from their hearts, because heart sells. Thank you so, so much. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.